everyone and welcome along to another uh, championship drill. Uh, missed our midweek show this week as we were all away busy working, so apologies for that, but we're going to go right into this weekend's games and getting a clearer picture now at the top and the bottom, even though next week we'll have an even clearer picture after Rotherham play a lot of games in the next eight days. Yeah. But we'll start with Friday night's game, I suppose. Watford, good win over Reading, 2-0. Two goals from Sire. Um, a nice gap now for them. A nine-point lead over Brentford with a game in hand. Yeah. No, eight games unbeaten, seven wins. You know, it looks chances. Yeah, it's it's it, it just looks like the top two won't be touched. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, they're really kind of leapfrogging it now, like um they don't want Watford to go back up, but it's it looks no, like no, no. It, it looks like it, but it, it it's still those last two games they have to play. Yeah. They they'll they'll want to keep the gap as much as possible before they play Brentford and Swansea in their last two games of the season. Yeah. It's 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 you no know, if they drop anything between now and then and Brentford go on a run, you know. It could be a huge game, second last game of the season, that Watford Brentford game. That's it exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um I don't know. As for Reading, they drop out now with the top six. Eventually they've fallen out. And um, Puskas really should have scored for them. Hit the post very, very close range, similar position to where he did score uh, midweek. And uh, Meaty as well had the one that hit the side netting. Very poor second half. Like nothing I, happened I, at all. It's probably very hard for Reading to get into the playoffs. Yeah, Bournemouth have hit a bit of form. So, and yeah, Barnsley just keep winning. So, yeah, I think we'll come to Barnsley in a minute. They have five point lead, I think, or something like that over Reading. So it's only yeah. four or five games left. So yeah, I think. Yeah, and it's, it's I, I, I don't know. For some reason, all 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 choose all through the last couple of months, you you've all heard me saying that Reading were going to drop out. I yeah. don't know why I was saying it because I personally have nothing against the club. It's a club I love, but I just had that feeling it was going to happen. I don't know why, and I can't see, uh, you know, Bournemouth slip out. They have a game in hand, so they can leapfrog Barnsley, but like. Apparently, aren't losing like so. That's yep. do you know what I mean? It's it's as I said, lads, and I don't mean this in a bad way. If Watford, Norwich, and uh, and Bournemouth go up, it will be a catastrophe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We need that yeah. one to go up. Certainly, certainly wouldn't be good. And um, we move on. So I suppose to one of the teams chasing Watford, Swansea, um, hadn't scored in four games coming into this. Hit a lot of bad form recently when they really didn't need it because they looked like they were the favourites for second place. Um, 3-0 win away to Millwall though. Good win because Millwall have been in great form. I think they'd won three in a row or something going for four in a row on th for this one. Um, I would give them the lead in first half stoppage time. Millwall should really be in level at the start of the second half. Cooper's header hit the post. And then it was kind of they just hit them on the break. Yeah. Uh, goal, and then once it was 2 0, you know, they just kind of picked them off at the end with his second goal of the game to make it 3 0. Yeah. And yeah. Swansea, will this be a turning point for them? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Jamal Law is brilliant. Uh, like, even Wayne Routledge put in the shift still. Like, we all remember Routledge back in the Premier League era. Like, but yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're well set up. Like, Swansea are, they're, they're, they're solid out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, attacking ways are fantastic. Like even even when they brought in Conor Horan there from um, Villa, like that was a great signing. Yeah. It looks like they're going to hold on to that playoff spot, like, and it's it's the best man that will win them with them them four teams playing to get into the Premier League. But um, yeah, they look brilliant to be honest, you know, and and to beat Millwall three 0 away from home is a great result. Yeah, yeah, 
It, it really was. And uh, yeah, I, I just poor run form at the wrong time for them. Yeah. They'll see them probably miss out on second. I mean, it's not impossible for them to hit second yet. But they'll, they'll want form. You need a bit of form coming into the playoffs. And they'll yeah. hope now, I suppose, that they get that. Exactly. Um, you know, it wasn't the game they should have lost 3-0, really. Millwall, they weren't as bad as the scoreline suggests. But uh, once the second one went in, I don't think there was much hope back from them. Yeah, no. no. But again, Millwall yeah. hits all those draws. They're going to kill them. We've talked about it a lot. So there's no point in rehashing what we've been on about. Too many draws well, for Millwall. Well, the team now as well, what we ran about, about them. You know, they're not going to try their hardest because they're just going to drift. There is. And when you're out of a game 2 0, they're not going to kill themselves looking no. come back into it when you know, they're safe where they are. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, big game, Barnsley Middlesbrough 2 0 to Barnsley. Um, deserved victory for them, really. They're fifth, like we said, seven points now clear of Reading. Um, must feel they're going to make the playoffs now. Um, Mowat. Bad, very bad goalkeeping for the first goal. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, it was almost like he dived out of the way. Yeah, it was awful, awful goalkeeping. And it didn't look like a team were going to score until that happened. Ben Dyke with enough with a nice finish, rather. His eighth goal since joining from Orlando City in January. He's linked with What's that, Bill? He's linked with Manchester United and Liverpool. Yeah, but surely they're going to do everything they can to keep hold of him. Yeah, 17 yeah. million, I think, he's, he's the price. Yeah. He's, he's done what he's had to do. He's come to England and he, he's made that impact, you know what I mean? It's not many people that can do that, like, you know, especially American. It's it's rare, like Landon Donovan and Tim Howard, like, for example, were, you know what I mean? They're probably established in the Premier League. But as you say, like, Daryl Dyke has come in and he's done exactly what he's dreamt of doing, do you know what I mean? And he's, he's a big lad, you know what I mean? He's strong, he's got pace, he can score goals. He's he's quite young, like you know what I mean. This guy could be an absolute gem. He could be, he could be a Hasselbank guy, so he could be like a sharer, like you know what I mean. He's got goals in him. This guy could be so good moving forward, and it'd be great to see him stay in the championship for another season. But look, likely he's going to be in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah we wait and see. And he is still an Orlando City player, so they might yeah. decide he's not going anywhere. And there's nothing he can do about that either. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, money talks, as you said. Yeah, it's always hard when when you have the big English clubs coming in. Yeah. And you have that whole interlink, you know what I mean? They're trying to link up with teams and stuff. Then yeah. Yeah, it was money talks. And yeah, that release clause was £17 million. £17 million, yeah. But I don't know, can Barnsley pay that? Yeah. And like you said, there's a couple of big clubs linked with him, but are they going to pay that for a guy that's not going to play for them every week? Yeah, probably not. Barnsley might if they come up. If they come up, yeah. I mean, the, the, like coming up could be huge for them. And if they don't come up, it might be a case of having to sell a couple of others to try and get him in. Yeah. They'll do it, though. I'd say they'll get it. They get, I'd say they might even do a, a GoFundMe page of Barnsley for it. <laughs> That's it. So we'll, we'll wait and see. As for Borough, this defeat surely knocks them out of any chance of making the playoffs. Yeah. 11 yeah. points from sixth place with only five games to go. Yeah, I think they're done. Yeah. Decent season. Decent season. Yeah, absolutely. Got it for Warnock, but look. Yeah. They've done all right, you know what I mean? They they uh, they kind of struggled last season. Yeah, they, they've improved. Yeah. Move on then to uh, Birmingham, who've been, you know, top of it in a minute, doing really well since the, the new man took over, which shows it was the right decision to change managers, really, I suppose. Yeah. And Stoke have a terrible record playing Birmingham away from home. They haven't beaten them since October 1988. Um, yeah. Uh, Dukowitz spoke goals. 
he's very when he's on form, he's impossible to play against. He's so big and strong. Yeah, yeah. But he's got why four goals in this one. Why did play him more? I don't know. He's so big and strong, and he's a good target man to hit a ball off. Yeah. You know, tap the others in. But when he's on form, if they can get him scoring goals, he could get you twenty a season in this division. Easily. Definitely, he's only 32 as well. You know what I mean? This guy's been around a long time. Yeah. Like, I always remember him at Coventry, and I think he was at Bolton. Um, and like, you know what I mean? He's he's unbelievable. Like, he's yeah. a guy that you want in your team. Um, obviously, misused halfway through the season, but his confidence is there. Like, and you can see he's scoring goals the last two, three games. Boya will have him playing out of his skin, and I'm delighted because, yeah. as I said, last every show, yeah. forming him yeah. next year. The three amigos from yeah, yeah. championship yeah. yeah, and exactly, and we can't wait to go over and see him do no. and see him play. Um, like you mentioned, the Fairfield about Karanka, it was yeah. the first change that Boyer made when he took over was bring him back into the side. Yeah. And he's three goals. I five think five. he scored a few goals from him since he's done that. He's scored yeah, three five. or four goals. Yeah, no, which is very good. Um, coming into this game, Stoke have had 19 clean sheets this season, and both Birmingham and Stoke have had seven nil all draws each. Yeah. So it was a, it was a game you didn't fancy a lot of goals in, but so it's a it's a good good win for Birmingham, and it's their third straight home win for the first time since October 2019. Yeah. Um, and again, you'd be more worried at this stage about Der- Derby, Huddersfield, and Coventry than you would Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, they're looking on the up, as you say. Look, they're, they're not safe just yet, but I, I think they will have that survival. And as you say, like 2 0 against Stoke is a great result. Um, but yet again, Boyer's got him playing out of the skin. Do you know what I mean? He's coming at the right time. And as you say, they'll be a different team next year. It's great to see him because they, if they were in League One, lads, it'd be a catastrophe. Oh, like, yeah. You know, when we see yeah. Bolton down in League One or League Two and, and Portsmouth, like, and all these great teams, yeah, it's a disaster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, re- it really is. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's, they're surely going to be safe. I mean, obviously, there's still work to do yeah. um, for them. But yeah, they're, they're definitely going the right direction, where some of the others are really going the wrong direction. One of whom we'll come on to here, Coventry, who were beaten 4-1 by Bournemouth, which uh, the result that puts Bournemouth back into the playoff picture. Danjuma, Danjuma rather gave them the lead after 23 seconds. Uh, just an awful start. Coventry just didn't start the game. Few minutes later, though, Wiltshire followed O'Hare on the edge of the box. James fired in a free kick. So it was one all, and we start again after three minutes gone. Then Billing found Dan Juman, 28 minutes, and he finished. And then Dan Juman again, who was very good yesterday, found Brooks to make it 3 1. And Solanke got a fourth, even though I don't think he knew anything about it. So I just kind of hit <laughs> off him. Um, so, yeah, Coventry in a lot of trouble, even though they do have a um, game in hand over Derby, and they're only a point behind Derby. Um, this though uh, was the second time Bournemouth have beaten Coventry this season the last time they did the double over them was the 1952-53 season when both teams were playing in the third division south I remember it well (laughs) (laughs) but but Bournemouth good for them to get back into sixth because they were in a bad run of form a few weeks back and it looked like even the likes of Cardiff and even Burwick would go ahead of them so they've turned it around at the right time but uh, Coventry in a bit of trouble, even though they do have that game in hand over Derby. And Rodham, obviously, are the X factor because they could win all the games in hand or they could lose them all. Yeah, it's um, interesting. As you say, look, like I'm, I'm a fan of all teams in the championship, but 
But if we see the three teams I got relegated to go back up, it will be it'll be a nine because yeah. we we worked so hard this year on the show. But as you said, look, yeah. they're looking very good. I can't see them slip up. They've had a couple of slips this season, but I think they're going to put it right uh, from here on to the playoffs, and they won't be touched really. Like in that playoff, if they get there, which I think they will, like they're all hitting like Brooks, you know, Solanke, uh, Denjama, like they're all they're all they're all playing well. So it's it's going to be very hard to beat Bournemouth in, in the playoff, but. Yeah, great result. They, they look well. And as you say, Solanke, he knew nothing about that goal at the end, but look, he'll take it. He did, and I think he's got 10 or 11 out of season for him, yeah. which is, you know, for him, it's probably one of his best seasons goal-scoring-wise anyway. Gives him a bit of justice. You know, he's been around the way. He's still quite young, but look, he's not just a flop. You know what I mean? He's done all right in the championship. Yeah. Next year, it could be a different story. He could be like um, a Bamford with Leeds. You know what I mean? He could really start hitting the goals. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, move on into the nil-all draw. We always seem to have one every week. Bristol versus, well, Bristol City, Robert, versus Nottingham Forest. Uh, Bristol over time keep killing me if I just call him Bristol. Um, I have no idea, though, in this one, how Forest did win. They had so many chances. Yeah. This is the first time in 100 years Forest haven't passed. Was it the only score target? This is their lowest scoring season in 100 years. Yeah, they don't score a lot of goals. They, they really 30, don't. 32 goals all yeah. season. It's a bit like Borough last season. They're, they're, they're very like Borough last season. Yeah. Very similar kind of season as well to what Borough had last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bristol were very poor, but then they've had a lot of injuries lately as well. Yeah, they're playing a lot of young fellas as well for the last year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Forrest hit the post through Mighton. Knockhart should have scored. He fired one wide. Worrell had a header that was way too weak. Dominated yeah. possession, didn't create enough chances, and uh, Lansbury hit the post for Bristol City. Could have won it for them. Yeah. Uh, both teams fairly safe, seven and eight points gap over Coventry. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's genius what Bristol have done. Like Phil said, it there they're playing a lot of young players. Like they know they're yeah. safe. It take a miracle yeah. to get relegated. So the fact that they're bringing in all these young lads, it's good for next season. And, yeah. and Phil nailed it on the head, lads. It's these young lads coming in, they will be big assets for them. Um, if they can somehow buy a forward as well in the summer. Yeah. 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 That, that they need that. They need that. There's a lot of creative players known to take the goals, put the goals in. Um, both teams, really. Far as same boat. Definitely. Um, game of the weekend, really, for me, is the next one. Cardiff and Blackburn, two all. Oh, yeah. So many great, chances. Great game. So many chances, like you said. Um, Cardiff started well Volks gave them the lead with a very powerful strike they were level though Blackburn before half time through Armstrong how the keeper didn't keep it out I don't know more terrible goalkeeping for the Blackburn equaliser yeah definitely um, you know but before it was one all there was the controversial moment in the game was when Harry Wilson was set clean through and Kaminsky the Blackburn keeper came out and took him down Outside the box, and uh, the referee gave him a yellow card instead of a red. Yeah, it was a weird choice. Um, surely it was a red card. I mean, <laughs> he knew what he was doing. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then the second half was really bizarre the way it started. Uh, Blackburn, so many chances early in the half. Sam Gallagher hit the post, then Johnson hit the outside of the post, then a Douglas free kick hit the post. And on the counter-attack from that third time they'd hit the woodwork, uh, Cardiff counter-attacked and took the lead again through Rawls. So it was 2-1. Um, Armstrong then missed a few chances. There was a lot of chances in this one. And Armstrong then got his second uh, for an equaliser in the 90th minute. 
probably deserve point because Blackburn created a lot, but Cardiff, I suppose, will feel unlucky one in that they conceded late, but also in that Kaminsky probably should have been sent off. Definitely, yeah. Well, it changes the game if he's sent off, as you say, you know. Um, yeah. That that shakes up the whole team, like, you know what I mean? Your, your balance is kind of gone at the back when your goalie's gone because you have a commanding goalkeeper yeah. that's telling you what to do, you know. So, yeah, it was a game changer. I think he's very lucky to stay on the pitch. Yeah, but won a game in seven, I think, Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. And surely their chances of making the playoffs now are gone as well after this draw. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, not mathematically, obviously impossible, but yeah, uh, you would think they're going to have to win all their games and get a few, you know, dodgy results elsewhere for them to make the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. They'll be, they'll be brilliant next season. I'm looking forward to seeing who Mick McCarthy does bring in. Um, same with Blackburn. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah. There's, there's a, yeah. a lot of teams, and one we'll come on to later as well, QPR, who are in great form. Millwall, who if they could win instead of draw games, you know, Forest will be better next season. If yeah. Derby stay up, you'd expect them to be better next season. Yeah. yeah, just a whole perspective yeah. of coming back. So we'll, we'll wait and see anyway. Uh, we might as well move on to Derby since we're talking about if they stay up, and that's a big if at the minute, uh, the way things are going. This yeah. game, though, kind of says, I thought this was a perfect example of both teams this season. Norwich didn't play well, and they win 1-0. I don't know how many times they've done that this season. While Derby look decent until they get up near the box and just cannot score a goal. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I don't. I can't even count the one nil wins Norwich have had this season, or games they've won by just the one goal. But it must I, be. Yeah, I'd 14. say it's definitely over fifteen. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Thirteen games unbeaten for Norwich. They've only let in five goals in those thirteen games. Crawl made a couple of saves here, but Derby didn't really do enough. Just no. one win now in their last ten games, and they're really in trouble. Like we said it a few weeks ago. Derby look safe, but they're only safe if they start winning matches. Yeah, and if rather I'm winning, what's that, Phil? If rather I'm start winning games, they're really in trouble. Yeah, and that's it. It's the, the worrying thing for Derby is it's out of their hands now because if Rotherham win their games in hand and Coventry win their games in hand, Derby are in the relegation zone. Yeah, so they have a four game swing over Derby, like Rotherham. Yeah, yeah, and Coventry have a game in hand and they're a point behind them. Yeah, I just like to so, congratulate. There's, there's a guy there from Norwich. I know what changes the point. There's a guy from Norwich that um, he's Irish. He's Eddie. He, he started the game again. Um, Andrew, yeah. I'm going to attempt his second name. I think it's Omo Bandiel or something, right? So he's he's obviously from Kildare. Um, yeah, and bred, and he's he looks like a big player moving forward. Guys, he's played the last two games for Norwich. He looks brilliant. Yeah, and uh, you know it's a good win for them. They don't play until next Saturday. In the evening kickoff, when they play against uh, Bournemouth, I think. Um, before that happens, Swansea have to play Sheffield Wednesday and Wickham, and Brentford have to beat Millwall. If Swansea don't win both games, and if Brentford don't beat Millwall, Norwich get promoted before they kick a ball next week. Yeah. Um, other than that, they'll they'll need the victory, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah. they'll want to go up as champions as well, so they're going to keep going. You know that because I think they might actually be playing Watford after Bournemouth. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I think Blackbird so, will beat them, to be honest. I don't know. If, if Norwich are there, they could win the league title by getting a result against Watford. Hard one. Like I yeah. said, Watford have a tough, tough running. Like, it's lucky for Watford, they have a point gap because their running is, is not easy. Yeah. Not, yeah. 
like you know, and Norwich, you know, we'll wait and see. I suppose both, both uh, Brentford and Swansea will be hoping that Norwich anyway want to win the league title. Like they're away Watford. Yeah, not an easy place to go either. No. Despite the form they're in, and um, well organised. But yeah, I suppose we've said it all season, and we said it. I think on the first show that Norwich are favourites to be champions. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know they have the best team, they have the experience, and surely they're going to win the league. Whatever getting promoted, that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. They're also surely going to win the yeah. league. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it'll be exciting to see what they do in the Premier League next season because uh, yeah, well, good. Just gonna be... look, they, they lost yeah. a lot of the fans last season, so with the fans there, yeah, you know, the team could be brilliant. Yeah. Um. Another nil-all draw. I suppose we'll move into down near the bottom. Two teams that are in trouble. Rather than obviously all those games at hand, so we don't know how much trouble they're really in. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Both teams chances to win this. Huddersfield nil. Rather than nil. Um. Didn't take them. Crooks hit the post from about six yards out. I don't know how he didn't score. Then wing again. Don't know how he didn't score. He hit the crossbar. Uh, Kyo hit a volley for Huddersfield that the keeper did well to save because he saw it very very late. And uh, Will's missed a chance, or Wiley's missed a chance rather late on. Uh, very, very close to goal. He should have scored. Uh, Huddersfield not quite safe yet. No. It's, if Roderick went to the game, if Roderick went the game, they're in big trouble with Huddersfield. And like we said, Roderick play Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday. Four that's home mad. games. That's mad. That's so uh, we'll go through that again. They're playing Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, all at home. And after those four games, that'll be probably two of their games in hand over most people played. Yeah. We'll have a much better picture then, I think. Of, I reckon they're going the to win two or four. I reckon they'll win two or four. Yeah, they're they're good at they're better at home than they are away from home. So to have four home games. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, as you say. Look, it could all come to goal difference, given the fact Coventry yeah. have a goal difference of minus twenty, Derby are minus yeah. sixteen, but Rotherham are minus thirteen. This could yeah. fall. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, lads. It, it, you're looking at, you know, maybe if if Rotherham stay up, you're looking at Coventry Derby going down because of a goal difference. Yeah, that's yes. what comes up. To, I'm telling you. Happen, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Derby. I know we've come off that game, but one of the issues with Derby too is they just don't score goals from yeah. open play. Yeah. Remember the start of the season, it was like something like five of their first six goals were free kicks. Yeah. 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 No. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Rotherham. Obviously, it's not easy to play four games in eight days. No. So their players are going to be exhausted as well. So we'll have to wait and see. It's a joke. Um, Sorry, yeah. it's, it's it's even a joke. The league are alone. It like I know it's it's it don't COVID and games be postponed and stuff. But like you know, to sit down and say you need to play three four games in a week is mental. It's it's crazy. It's I've yeah, four games in eight days. The way that is. How is that allowed? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You have no choice because they're not allowed to play in May, apparently. That's it. They can't play in May when the season's over. So I don't know. It's crazy. Man. Man. Um, yeah, we were worried about it. We were joking about it a few weeks saying Rotherham are going to end up playing a game every day on the end of the season if they have any more postponed. <laughs> we were right. Not quite that, but they are playing a game every two days. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Uh, Preston Brentford, absolutely awful day for Preston here. I, this, um, four straight worst, draws for Brentford. It's their worst that, result in sixty years. Eleven home defeats this season. That's just not good enough. Yeah. 
Like you play what twenty three home games. Was that? Yeah. 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 What's that? No, I said some of the defending was absolutely like Sunday. Sunday awful. Sunday. Awful. awful. I think we talked about Brentford having the capability of going on a run at the end of the season. Yeah. And they had four straight draws coming into this. And we said as well, I think, in the last show, somebody's going to feel that at some stage. Yeah. They're going to come out and hammer somebody. Yeah. And it was Preston yesterday. We're at the end of that. Um. Yeah. I mean, goals from Mbembo, Forrest, Tony, Canos, Marcondes, five different goal scorers. Yeah, make it try, and it was just one of those days where Brentford were just too good, and they seem like they are capable now going on a run to the end of the season, and I think a lot of teams are going to hope that they pass out Watford and finish second because I can't see of the teams that are going to make the playoffs if Brentford don't, I can't see any of them that can beat Brentford over two legs yeah. in a one-off game, yeah. sure, but over two legs, I don't know. Yeah, like they'd have to have like a board swing in the first leg, maybe. Yeah, you'd have to beat them like a 3-1 or a 2-0 or something. What was that, Jerry? Well, I didn't say nothing. I just, uh, in, in my head, you, you read my mind, I'd say the fact, look, if Brentford don't go into the Premier League next year, I'll be gutted. Really, yeah. I will actually be gutted. Yeah. I think, I, I I have a sneaky suspicion they've got, what, they have six games left to play? Yeah. I think they've only played 40. Yeah. I have a sneaky suspicion they're going to win all those six games and finish second. It'd be brilliant. It will be. Like, as you say, look, they're at 40 games, Watford of 41, Watford are 82 points, Brentford are 73 points, win that game in hand, 76. You're six, six points. Play, yeah, and they play Watford. They're home to Watford, second last game of the season. Yeah. Win that and that gap, then there's suddenly only three points. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, uh, yeah. You're right. I just have a feeling Brentford are going to finish second. Obviously, they're going to have to keep winning. Yeah, but, really uh, yeah, because they just don't win. Like even though I think if they were in the playoffs, they'd make the final. They just don't win playoff finals. But if Watford don't, what they'll sack the manager. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if they make the playoffs, they'll probably sack the manager. Yeah, <laughs> you know they haven't sacked the manager in a few months. All right, they're probably getting a bit, you know, trigger happy there now. Yeah, Watford board, like, what are we going to do? This guy is doing well for us. We can't sack him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring your man back in for about his fifth stint at the club. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but we move on. So to QPR, Sheffield Wednesday. Um, yeah, QPR are in some form. Seven wins in the last nine home games. Yeah, uh, Dykes was outstanding yesterday. Quality. Wasn't he? He hasn't had a great season. No. But he was very good yesterday. If they can get him firing now after one season in the championship for next season, yeah, they look so so good lately. Yeah, um, I suppose Willock started early. Wildsmith was in goal for Sheffield Wednesday yesterday. He made a good save. Then, like you said, Dykes great header. Windass brought Wednesday level, and they deserve to be level at that stage. But then second half, you know, Johansson hit a shot that was deflected in. Dykes got his second, and then he also set up Willock for it happened to make it four. But Wednesday real. <laughs> What's very disappointing is after the Cardiff result. Yeah. Jeffrey Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. They're in real trouble though. Seven points from safety. Yeah. Like I that that whole dice thing is very interesting, guys. Cause like this guy was playing with Queen of the South. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and spin. Spin, right? 
and and obviously he was in Australia, so as Paris, he was playing there. But like, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he is Scottish international, but he is a hundred percent Australian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's mad. It's just it's it's um, you know what I mean? It's always that old tale, like where a player starts hitting form at the end of the season for the new contracts and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Like I've got a year left, but a bit of stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to do something. Yeah. Very, very good though, and uh, yeah, um. QPR team that could be dangerous next season. Good experience manager yeah. there. Definitely. Um, I suppose it, they're going to lose six or seven players on loan. They have a lot of loan players, and the likes of uh, the likes of Willock are kind of the guys they've got to try and keep a hold of. Yeah. yeah, but they're always good for getting players on loan. QPR have always been yeah. good at doing that, you know. Yeah, and they've got a manager I think a lot of Premier League clubs will trust. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last game, so to go on to was oh Jesus, poor Wickham. Did right. they ever get any luck? There was something um, happening. We didn't talk about it, but there was the referee's decision yesterday was going to bring Wick up down. That's good. Yeah. I mean, we said it was we said it was not impossible, but highly unlikely Wickham would get out of here a few weeks ago, and they've won every game since. Yeah. Until yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And um, they were one nil up through a penalty. He took that away. Um, Good penalty, a lot of power. Keeper got to it, but he couldn't keep it out. Yeah. And it looked like they were going to keep the run going. And then, like you said, Josh Knight lunged in on Clark and the ref sent him off. Straight red card. It's a foul. Fair enough, it is a foul. It was a foul. It was a foul. A possible yellow card, but no way was it a red card. No, not a chance. And then, with 10 men, Luton just, they sat back and Luton eventually broke them down because they defended well with 10 men. Yeah, it was it was it three goals in 10 minutes or something. Eight, three goals eight, in the last eight, ten minutes and three very good goals as well. It wasn't like second goal is is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 Monker free kick to make it one one, then yeah, Lua Lua, like you said. And was it played out to him from a corner or something like yeah. that? Yeah. And a wonderful strike to make it two one. And Adebeo, who's we said before, is in some form since they brought him in for Walsall. Yeah. Yeah. A very good header from him as well to make it three one. Um, yeah, so Wickham looked doomed, and like you said, the referee did not help them, and that's been the case all year. A lot of decisions have gone against them this season. That yeah. decision yesterday, that was going to relegate them. That, that, that's what's going to hurt the most. Yeah, because even the start of the season, all those, remember they goals disallowed from corners for like fouls on the keeper that were never fouls on the keeper. Yeah. And things like that kept happening to them. Yeah. Luton, though, um, have a game in hand over Stoke. They win that and they will be 12th, which is right in the top half of the table. That's right. right on that <laughs> mid-table. So top half finish surely for Luton would be an amazing season. Definitely, yeah. They can build, they'll, they'll stick around for a while, you know? Yeah. And even though he's probably not going to win it, surely their manager has to be on the shortlist for manager of the year. Oh, yeah. They were they were good. Like, as you said, they've had some great wins. You know, the, the wins they've had, they've been like three, four wins, yeah. like three, one, four, one. But like, Luton will stick around. Like, they're no mugs. They'll be around over the next two, three years in that championship. Yeah. They'll slightly go up that table, I'd say, you know. But the only worry, obviously, like, you know, Forrest and all these teams are going to get a lot stronger. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of all the games. Did you have a, a favourite goal of the weekend? Well, well. Well, well, yeah. Probably. I think so. Also, the free goal. kick. Also, the free kick. the free kick by Narek as well. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. And even uh, Coventry's equaliser. Yeah. Even though they ended up losing four one was a nice goal. Uh, a player of the week. Dykes. Landed Dykes. You thought Dykes was good, yeah. 
For me, I'll give it to Dan Duma at Bournemouth. Two goals and an assist. I thought he was outstanding for them. He's been in great form recently anyway. Yeah. And what about a team of the week, a team performance? Probably Brentford. Yeah. Brentford's 5-0, yeah. And any shocks of the weekend? Uh, um, I, I not a lot, really, was there? Not really, no. No? Maybe the fact that the Birmingham Stoke game was a nil-nil? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> even yeah. much of a shock there, but yeah, there's yeah. not a whole lot, not a whole lot that I can. Uh, I was going to say a while go with for a shock. Yeah, yeah. And there's five or there's four other midweek games that we'll just look at briefly, and um, before we go, and we probably won't have do a midweek show. We'll probably wait until after the weekend, just because again, there's only four games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Tuesday, Huddersfield against Bournemouth. Oh, that'll be tight. I think I think it could be in for a shot. I go to say Huddersfield. Huddersfield now we'll fill going for the shot. Whoa. Um yeah, I think Bournemouth as well. Sheffield Wednesday against Swansea. Swansea. Yeah. Yeah, I think Swansea yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um Rotherham at home to QPR. QPR is great form, but Rotherham good could at home. Be, could be a draw. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it might be a draw as well. And then Rotherham two days later play on Thursday night against Coventry. Huge game at the bottom of the table. Coventry. Uh, Rotherham. I think Rotherham as well and I think Coventry will be in real trouble if they lose that one. What a huge game that is actually on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Watch it. Get a, get a dodgy stream. That's it. That's it. Um, so yeah, I suppose we might as well leave it there. Um load of games then coming up at the weekend and we'll be back after the weekend games um, I'm having a look there if there's any pick of any of those games Rotherham had Birmingham on the Sunday um, yeah there's not Norwich are playing Bournemouth you know uh, well, who are Reading got because Bournemouth Reading are playing Cardiff on Friday, Friday. yeah Friday night yeah uh, Reading are playing Cardiff on Friday and then Bournemouth are away to Norwich who might be celebrating going up at that stage yeah, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting week ahead. And by the time um, next we next do the show, Rotherham will have played two more games, and then they'll be able to play two more again right after our show. So we'll wait and see. So uh, thanks everyone for tuning in and listening to us, and uh, we'll be back with you again next weekend. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.